1: Hey, what's going on? Welcome to today's program on yesterday's show. We talked about guideline for goals and how our goals should be specific, measurable, have an actual time limit on them, that they should be our very own goals and not some what someone else wants out of us. And then that they should be written down. Well, today we're going to kind of take this to the next step. And talk about the seven areas of life to implement these goals and I know there's other um people that have a list of five, and so whether you set goals in five areas of your life or seven areas of your life, the point is that we want to be improving in our life because we can't just stay where we're at, we're either going backwards we're going forward. we're not just in neutral kind of uh st- you know staying in one place we're we're either going forward or going back, and I'm trying to go forward, if you know what I'm saying. So uh, the seven areas of life for SMART goals, and these are not in any particular order, but I'm going to start with the probably most popular one, and that is the financial goals. So when you look at your life, when you look at your finances, what are your goals for this year? What are your goals for this quarter? What are your goals for this month? It could be start saving for retirement. Maybe you need to call my friend Sheila Chaplin <laughs> and get going with a uh, a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA or whatever. Uh, I don't know uh, what your um, variables are in your life. And disclaimer, I am not a, a certified financial planner or anything like that, but talking to a pro about your retirement, maybe that's the goal. Maybe it's get out of debt. If you have debt, I mean, it, I don't know why you'd want to keep it. I'm going to get out of debt. Or- Maybe it's to start successfully reading your budget, or maybe it's to really understand how to read financial statements, such as the uh, statement of cash flows and the, the profit and loss statement and things of that nature. So financially, there's so many different parts of our, our financial uh, well-being and setting those goals are important. So again, if you missed yesterday's program, we talked about the how to set the goal so we actually achieve it. Today I want to talk about the areas to consider setting goals in. And when I assemble a vision board, and I have a vision board, I'm actually looking at it right now. It's right above my desk. And I print out pictures. I go to the um Office Depot. I have them uh printed on the fancy colored uh printer, and then I have them laminate the pictures. And then I take little push pins into my uh, vision board and I I put the pictures up on the vision board as well as the written goals. So that I look at them every day and I try to have on my vision boards, a vision board, I have one singular, uh, but different goals that cover these seven areas. So again, area number one, no, no order of emphasis. I think all seven areas are very important and intertwined, but setting our financial goals. If you're in debt, write out your debts, write out the balance, write out the interest rate, write out your goal date of when you want to pay them. And that's another program for another day, but the debt snowball is you put them in order from smallest to greatest and you pay all minimum payments except on the first one. You pay that with a vengeance until you pay it off, you get momentum, then you go to the next one and so forth until you pay them all off. And so um, that's called the the debt snowball. But what a great goal for this new year is to get out of debt, to start saving for retirement, to start really understanding what a profit and loss statement is and, and getting in a habit of, checking in on that frequently. And, and hopefully you have some professional help to help you um, read it and make sure it's it's accurate and things of that nature. My uh, bookkeepers are great. Their names are Megan and Joey Coberly. If you're looking for a phenomenal bookkeeper for the year, hit them up. Goal number two, this is not in any particular order, but I'm just kind of going through um, the list here, is fitness goals. So maybe you want to Hit the gym more frequently. You've been watching Lamont Hairston on the Instagram, and uh, he's so consistent with pub posting. I got to post more like like old Lamont, but maybe it's um, you know eating uh, wiser foods, not the um, fast food diet that a lot of us are in the habit of when we're out out and about, but making healthier decisions. Maybe cooking from home more. Maybe just going on walks. I know uh, Coach T, I, I want to have her on the program here one of these days, but uh, she challenges me to, to you know, go on multiple walks throughout the day. And, of course, in addition to our uh, kick butt training session where I would go to the gym and pump some iron, but but uh, just being intentional with our health. And I know a lot of guys are like, well, I work all day. I don't need to work out. It's, it's a workout, and I understand. But being intentional with actually having fitness goals. The, the fitness goal isn't just – doing what you're already doing with the um, basic route where you're, 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 most folks that listen to the show are moving around. I I get that, but actually having other intentional fitness goals. So number one is financial goals. Number two is fitness goals. Again, these aren't in order of importance. They're all important, but they, they all kind of go together. Number three is family goals. Now I'm single. So my family goal is to get a wife and start a family. And uh, maybe you are married, then more one-on-one dates. I absolutely loved uh, what Josh Sutton did on um, Instagram. I saw the other day, he created a, a little destiny box. I forget what he, what he called it, but he put his phone, when he got home from work, he put his phone in the box so that he was present with his wife and his children. And, and maybe, and I, I have a little des- destiny table, I call it, where I put my phone on the table and I do not take it into my bedroom anymore. My pastor, Pastor O calls it the, the phone, the destiny destroyer. Meaning if you get on there and you just start scrolling on TikTok Tac or on, um, on Instagram or on Facebook or on um, the YouTube and you just start scrolling, well, you're just aimlessly wasting time where you could be investing in a quality relationship. Maybe with your children, with your wife, with God, with um, accomplishing your goals of of doing something that's productive and that's prudent to better society, to better your life. But you start scrolling, 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 scrolling. You got to be careful because the next thing you know, you're scrolling and seeing things that the eye gate shouldn't be looking at. And now there's all kinds of issues. There's all kinds of trouble. So shout outs to Josh for uh, leading the way in our community with that little destiny box. I forget he had a name for it. I, I'm not sure if he called it the destiny box, but he made a little box and he put his phone in it and shut it, the, shut the lid. And there it is. He's not playing with his phone the rest of the night. And he's being intentional to build uh, stronger relationships with his wife, with his children and be present in their life. Just being and I'm single. So I know I'm, I sound like a hotshot for you guys are married. Like, shut up, kid, (laughs) get a wife and then talk to me. But my point is I've been around people, not in a family context, but I've hung around people and they're on their phone and I'm on my phone and we're hanging out in the same room, but it's, it's not the same as if you're just talking like my good old friends, the Amish Ruben and, um, Jo- Joshua, I, th- I forget the the son's name. I think his son's name is Joshua. But anyway, they don't they don't tinker around with their phones when they're um, hanging out with you. They're present. They're looking at you in the eye and they're talking to you. Very convicting. On my recent trip last month to Worcester, Ohio, where I I got to meet my new friend um, Schleyballs, and get to hear their unique perspective of why they set the boundaries up in in their life um, the way that they do. Financial goals, spiritual goals is next number four. So. Maybe it's picking up uh, the old Bible and, and, and getting dust off your Bible. I've been on a roll, guys. I've been um, I set a, a goal to read my Bible every morning, uh, starting in, in um, 2023, and so far so good. I I get up, I I crank up the old coffee pot, get it get it brewing. Now I don't like to read out loud, so what I do is I play the audio Bible, but I have my Bible in my lap and I'm reading along verse by verse. So the the narrator on the audio book app, the Holy Bible app is reading it, but I'm following along reading it and, um, kind of killing two birds with one stone there, having an the audio guy reading it while I'm reading it just so I stay steady, Eddie. And I try to do one to two chapters each morning. And occasionally I'll pick up some momentum and, and get, get that third chapter in and enjoy a cup of coffee or two along the way and try to get, um, the word of God in me. Maybe it's starting a daily journal. I have a journal called The Diligent Shall Prosper, where we can write down our three goals for the day, three things we're thankful for, as well as journal notes. Maybe we have a idea or, or something that comes to mind, just journal it down there. So um, that's called The Diligent Shall Prosper, or you just get a blank white notebook and just journal away. Start journaling, start documenting uh, what's going on in your life. Some, some of my friends in uh, Europe call it a diary. We call it a journal on this side of the pond, but either way, um, you know, taking our spiritual goals to the next level, getting plugged in. You know, there's a few gentlemen that I've been going out to lunch with, that I've been talking on the phone with. They're way further ahead in life than me. The one guy's got 6 kids, 25-year marriage, and um a lot of, uh, you know, fruit in his life. I respect him, and he checks in on me. Just hung out with them uh, recently. Mother friend, he's got two kids and a wife, paid for mortgage. Very successful financially, debt free, completely no no car payment, no house payment, no nothing. Very wealthy fella, and I hang out with these guys. They're um, I respect their walk with the Lord and they're um, further along in some areas of their life than me, and they 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 bring me higher. So setting spiritual goals. So in summary, setting financial goals, family goals, fitness goals spiritual goals, we're going to hear a quick word from today's show sponsors. And coming up, we're going to talk about three other areas of our life to set goals in so that we can have the greatest year of our lives. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Paul here. And I want to tell you about an exciting event happening here in Atlanta called Synced Live. The dates for the event are February 6th through 7th, 2023. That's a Monday and a Tuesday. It's going to start on Monday afternoon at 3 PM and then be all day Tuesday. I'm going to be there really looking forward to this expo. It's going to have 70 plus innovative products and services. There's going to be a drink reception on that Monday night, February 6th. And then on Tuesday, February 7th, guys at Sync. Live, There's going to be demonstrations, educational sessions, and plenty of industry inspiration. You can get your all-access pass to Expo and all the education sessions for only $99. This is the only event shaping the future by connecting all aspects of the landscape industry into one event. And it's in my city, Atlanta, Georgia, right across the street from our baseball stadium where the Braves play. So we want the next generation of landscape owners and decision makers to be there. I'm going to be there. Hopefully you will be as well. Well, to register, all you got to do is click on the link in today's show
0: notes. We hope to see you in Atlanta this February. Ever wish you could monitor your vehicles, drivers, and equipment in live time to improve routes, enhance job site planning, and save your business money? Well, with GPS TrackIt, your wish is our command. When you integrate GPS TrackIt with your company vehicles, you get a twenty-four-seven view of your vehicles, so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money-saving, peace-of-mind lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track It. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. Your mower blades are sharp, the whipper snipper is ready to rock, and you're all set to cut that grass and make that cash. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. I know you're ready to rock and roll, but have you thought about how to maximize your time on the mower once the podcasts are done for the day and you have hours of work still ahead? Let me recommend audiobooks from Audible. Paul has three titles that you can listen to, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, and the brand new 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care, which he so kindly allowed me to narrate. These audiobooks are a great way to make the most of your time and help you grow your business. I'll put links down in the podcast description.
1: All right. We're talking about today setting goals and recommended areas to address in our life to really move the needle forward this year. We've talked about financial goals, getting out of debt, saving for retirement, being more intentional with our profit and loss statement, with our statement of cash flows, with budgeting. We actually, Mr. Producer, should do a show on budgeting coming up here. So very sexy topic, right? Okay, <laughs> Get a lot of clicks, but no, guys, we, wants you to be successful in business. And so we talk about the nitty gritty things that actually matter. So um, back to the list, we've talked about fitness goals, getting in shape, getting our, our nutrition and our our, our exercise uh, routines dialed in, getting our spiritual goals, get, getting right with God and, and living clean, getting getting right. There's a lot of responsibility as an entrepreneur. We are leaders and we need to make sure that we're living right and that our um, life is in order, um, spiritually, fitness goals, financial goals, family goals. Then there's educational goals. What audio book are you planning to listen to this year? Or maybe you're like Mr. Producer and you like to read the uh, old fashioned books, right? My friend, Dr. Frank, this guy, I can't believe how many books he has. He has to have literally library, like a, a room just to hold all of his books, bookshelves on each side and on the side. So- I mean... Crazy! How many books, my man, Doctor Frank has? <laughs> I just had steak dinner with him recently. He's he's doing well. We got to get him back on the program, man. He's got a interesting life. He's got a lot going on, so it's hard to n- nail him down for a podcast interview. Well, I'll, I will try, but uh, get, getting getting a good book read or audiobook read, maybe it's some other educational goal. Um, we have a resource center at the greenindustrypodcast.com where we have uh, valuable resources to help you know your numbers. My friend John Pajak and I did a course to teach how to start a lawn care business and build the right foundation so you do everything right in those early formative years so that you don't have to make the same mistakes I made. Basically, we made what we wish we knew when we started a lawn care business. So there's so many educational programs out there. But getting more education is important that we're continuously learning. Number six of seven, these aren't in any um, order, but our career goals. So how can we, in most people listening to this, your career is a small business owner. You are an entrepreneur, you you own a business, but how can we become better as a as a business leader? Once you think you've arrived and you're doing well and things are going well, that's a dangerous thought. There's there's always a way we can be more efficient. There's always a way we can build our businesses better and increase our career goals. I, I want to be make, I want to be earning more income year after year. I want. I want my business to be um, getting better and better each year. So, so setting those career goals, and then finally um, having social goals. I was on the phone with my buddy Jeremiah Jennings uh, today, and I was just being vulnerable with him. And I said, "Hey, man, I I, I know you have a wife." You have your beautiful little uh, baby son and you got a lot of companion, you know, healthy relationships, companions and your companionship in your life. But I was just being vulnerable with Jeremiah and I said, you know, I've been getting really lonely the last few weeks and it's hard going through the holidays single. And, you know, just what I say with social goals is, and I told Jeremiah this, I was like, I don't want to be isolated. I said, I want to be in community. I want to have healthy relationships. And, you know, Jeremiah is very generous. Like, call me anytime, man. Don't be shy. He's like, I, you know, I don't, I never want to call you because I don't want to be bothering you. i was like, no, 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 man. You're not bothering me. I was like, I just, I need friends. I need, um, sometimes you guys see people on social media and like, man, I got a lot of followers. I got a lot of this, that, and the other, but you know, you can really easily get isolated if you're not intentional um, with growing relationships, and so socially setting goals. I mentioned um, before the commercial break that there's a couple men in my life that I really respect, and you know sometimes I can feel shy, some sometimes I can feel timid, but, but it's, no, it's like hey man, can we grab lunch next week, or hey you have got you got time to chat tonight when you put your kids to bed or something. Just being intentional um, to to cultivate those those relationships in our life, so we're not uh, isolated and alone. So, in summary. Yesterday on the program, we talked about guidelines for goals, writing our goals down, making sure there are goals, that they have time limits, that they're very measurable. And of course, they are as specific as possible. Implementing that is in our financial life, as I just mentioned, in our social life, in our career, and as a leader of our business, in our family, or if you're single Shout outs Ben Naiman, Shout outs all my boys out there single. We're all trying to, to get our wifeies this year, getting our life prepared, get getting our finances in order, getting our health in order, getting our spiritual walk in order, and and getting everything in order so that we can start that family. And for those of you who are already in the the Jeremiah Jennings who are starting to crank these babies out and you are married, then you know, having that intentionality to to have date night with your spouse and, and making a point. Um, for those of you to maybe call a sibling or call a parent or call a a relative, we always think that, oh, well, I'll just you know I'll get around to it, but what if they're not here next week? What if they're not here next month? We don't know just being intentional to check in on on folks, educational goals, fitness goals, and spiritual goals. so uh, this is a article at Ramsey Solutions about goal setting where I uh, pulled some of the notes for this um, last couple episodes from. So if you guys want more information on personal growth, uh, they have, whoever writes their blog over there does a very good job. Uh, Very impressed with um, what they have there, very inspiring content. So I hope this has been helpful and I definitely want to reiterate as well, kind of icing on the cake to all of this is having a vision board. And so I think last year I filled out my vision board three or four times where I go to um, print out the uh, pictures that represent the goals that I have and go to the office depot. They, they print it out, they um, then laminate it. And then I put it on my vision board, which I'm looking at right now. And I look at it every day and I see it. And it just reminds me of the goal that's set up there. So for example, I have a picture of a Ford F-150. I want to buy, and I got real specific: the color I want, the year, making model I want. And you know, one day I want to buy that truck in cash. Now, some of you all might be like a Ford F one hundred and fifty. I I got a Ferrari. I got a Lamborghini. I got a whatever, a fancy car, and and that's cool if that's your goal. I don't really care about a a Lamborghini or a Ferrari or stuff like that. I had somebody one time be like, "You want to go on a private jet land?" I was like, "No." <laughs> I really don't. I mean I appreciate the invitation. That's pretty cool, but it's like I I'd, I'd rather stay here in Georgia, man. I don't, I don't need to go on a But anyway, I'm not saying if I do have to fly somewhere, I'd much rather fly in a private jet or first class than than sitting um in the back by the toilet, you know, on the airplane. But I'm not against private jets. But I'm, what I'm saying is don't just put on your vision board a Lambo or a Ferrari or a, a Porsche or Porsche whatever you call it because that's what other people are putting on their vision board. If that, I honestly, my dream car, it, I, I want to have a brand new Ford F one fifty. And I think what spurred this on, Mister Producer, I went to Ohio to the um, Spencer Bash, and or Spencer Provent, they re- renamed it. And when I went to the Cleveland Airport to pick up my rental car, the guy they had all these cars there. It's like pick whatever one you want. I was like, are you sure? Yeah, he's like the keys are in them. He's like just pick whatever you want and drive it off. You're you're uh, you're good to go. And I'm like looking at all of them and there's a Ford F150. And I was like, man, that thing looks nice. So I go and I get in it. It had 40, I think 42 miles on it. Or maybe even less than that. And the smell of this thing, man, they get you with that new car smell. I mean, it had the new car smell. They must have just driven it from the the dealership over to the to the um airport pickup place. I, I it might've had like 24 miles on. I mean, it was very, it was definitely under a hundred and I had to drive this thing down the highway, man, smelling so fresh. I'm like, Oh man, I want to get one of these. So anyway, it was a probably a year 2022 20, Ford F-150 and it was nice, man. So anyway, it's on my vision board. I got the color I want. I got the the mock or the, the make and the model and all of that. And when I'm working hard each day, it's it's a reminder. I mean, those are I didn't even look at the price tag. I probably should have, but I'm imagining like $80,000, 90000 trucks. And, uh, you know, somebody's like, well, don't you want a Raptor? Well, maybe I just, the point is, you know, one day and Dave Ramsey says, if you're going to buy a brand new truck or a car, whatever, brand new vehicle, you want to be a net worth millionaire and pay for it in cash. And if you can pay for it in cash and you're a net worth millionaire, then you can get yourself a new car. Cause typically I know I'm getting on a side tangent here, a vehicle, Um, loses it. It depreciates quite a bit those first, you know, three, four years. So the smart thing to do is to buy a three or four year old vehicle in cash. And and that's the best buy. But anyway, I'm just telling you on my vision board, I have my Ford F-150 and one day I want to buy that. I also have a picture of a couple families that I respect, husband, wife, their children. And those pictures represent that one day I want to be taking a picture with my wife and my children maybe even the nice matching outfits. So what one one picture of the family has all these like color color scheme, the matching outfits and the other family looks like they're all wearing whatever. But the point is I want to be I want to have a family one day, a wife and children. So I got pictures up there of people that I know their family isn't just on Instagram smiling and happy, but I I know them behind the scenes and they're legitimately legitimately healthy functioning family. I'm not going to go through my whole vision board. It's pretty much ninety ninety percent full, and the pictures represent my goals, but I share my I share a few just to just to kind of let you know what what the vision board's about and then all obviously financially, you know I've had the goal, my annual revenue for the year, what I want it to be, and then I broke that down to monthly, so I know each month I want to hit this number, and that's on my vision board, really big I see it every day as a reminder this month let's earn that revenue and that uh, breaks off the complacency and the the stagnation when I want to you know get out the phone and scroll scroll scroll. No, I'm not going to hit my goal because it's a big hairy audacious goal, as Jim Collins talks about. But BHAG goal. But if I'm going to achieve that goal, I have to put in the work. I'm not going to get it by scrolling through the algorithms that just keep us sucked in. So, all right, I'm rambling. Mr. Producer's giving me the eye contact that I need to. Uh, button things up so thanks for listening to today's program Uh, please subscribe to the program if you guys have been enjoying the show uh, drop us a five-star rating and review in the um, podcasting that you uh, platform that you listen on those really really help out Um, we would really appreciate uh, if you find value out of this show of dropping us a rating and review means the world to us and uh, it takes about a minute or two to do and uh, we certainly would appreciate that. So thanks for listening. Hope to catch you on the next episode. You need to increase your prices to earn more, but you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You wanna discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the price increase letter template. It's a plug and play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the price increase letter template today